What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Spectators. As always, I'm Julian Osius. I'm here with Brooklyn. How you doing, brother? I'm doing good, bro. How you doing? Doing great. Uh, we got not not a whole lot to talk to you about this weekend, but the thing that was happening was pretty cool. So we're kind of just going to get right into it. Uh, the Match Part 2, Episode 2, the sequel, with Tiger Woods, Peyton Manning, Phil Mickelson and Tom Brady, the the most ambitious crossover event since the <laughs> Avengers, <laughs> since uh, whatever and Fortnite event you want to talk about. It was it was pretty cool. Travis Scott was pretty pretty yeah, ambitious. That, that, yeah, was, that was, was a dope. fun little <laughs> fun little concert. But this was this was pretty cool. Uh, obviously, the first the match was just between Tiger and Phil, and Phil got the better of Tiger there. Here we are for the sequel. We're bringing in some. Uh, some foreigners to the pitch, but not quite. Uh, you know, some heavy Tom, hitters though. Yeah, Tom and Peyton, they do their little share of golfing on the side. Um, Peyton actually plays with Tiger uh, in you know friendly matches and in some pro ams they've played together too. So they're they're familiar with each other for the most part. And just you know the clash of some really really big names. Yeah, we we got the uh, the two goats. Of, of golf and two two of the same in football as pretty much i mean peyton's got to be up there and tom is obviously still yeah for still quarterbacks kicking. absolutely so absolutely. you know and, and it was really fun because this gave us something that the first match didn't give us which was all that like trash talk because mm-hmm. the first one was cool and there was a little bit of it but you know tiger and phil they're playing their sport, so they're still going to be all about their business. Yeah, they're trying to keep it all cordial. But, but Tom and Peyton, when you bring Tom and, just... and Peyton, and then you got Charles Barkley out there nagging them and jawing at him from <laughs> from a nice safe space away where they can't touch him. Um, it was keep in mind it was absolutely pouring. Oh yeah, the weather was this. not. Whoever decided at the beginning of raining season in Florida, we're going to start this event in the middle of the day when it rains the most. Yeah. Small brain, but. So it's just really bad. Should have started at like 9, 10 o'clock. If it rains like on the back end of it, cool, whatever. Exactly. But to start it right at the peak. Yeah. yeah. Right at like 3, mm. 4 o'clock. That's just a bad time to do this. But And it wasn't like a drizzle. It no, was it was pouring. downpouring. This, this looked like. Some from Florida rain where it's pouring for yeah. short spurts of time and it just buckets on you. And that's not Absolutely. fun. And, and you know they were making some comments. They're like, "Man, this would we would be canceled if this was a football game." <laughs> but no, sir, not in golf. Not today. Not, not for today. not for this charity event. And that's that was the cool thing about the whole thing. Obviously, there was the competitiveness and they were they were jawing at each other and wanting to win. But at the end of the day, all the money we were raising was for charity, for COVID relief, for feeding America. And, you know, seeing people with such big platforms put on a show and raise money. I think uh, Tiger and Peyton wound up winning, right? And yeah, they did. They, they raised, I think, twenty over $20 million. Yeah, between the four of them, they put up 10 mil at the start. So everybody watching, they put up another 10. So that was pretty cool. Really and, cool and I know if like there was a hole in one, uh, 
some beer on two separate holes. Yeah, some beer company was Michelob gonna give Ultra. like a whole bunch of money and twenty five million for a hole in one. And they were gonna give away a bunch of like six packs to random people too, is what I was hearing. I didn't hear that. That's kinda which, cool. Which I was waiting for that. But <laughs> um and then, cool. and then you know, there was like the little prop bets too. So you had like Charles mm-hmm. putting up fifty K for if you make par and Justin Thomas was doing the same thing, which he was fantastic, by the way, as as an yeah. announcer, um, he's the number four golfer in the world right now, I believe. I think he's number four. And when that starts to slow down, he definitely has a career still in golf because he would 100% make golf uh, commentating more fun uh, if he brings half of what he brought this weekend to the actual events. Uh, it was just yeah. really good. And obviously some people are like, we need to bring Charles to this too. Get him off the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's not going to work, but it, he was really good for this. He was. He was. And, you know, the, and it was also cool with the prop bets. They were having uh, people like A-Rod, Russell Wilson on a Zoom call doing stuff like that. I know uh, Russ, he put up, I think, $100 million to Feeding America if uh, you got the ball 12 inches near the hole. And wow. I think one person got it, and then he put up 100 That's why. So little stuff like that, it, it was cool. It was that, really cool. That, that's wild, and I know uh, Russell Wilson was just like, "Hey Tom, we gotta we gotta get a two v two now with a uh, you and Giselle and me and Sierra." And there's there's a lot That'll of be uh, electric. <laughs> there, that was one of the cool things too, because obviously there's so high pri- profile people playing in this that Twitter just became like a high profile, uh, kind of like normal Twitter, but just for famous people. Like, they were just yeah, like Twitter reacting. Went nuts. They were just Twitter reacting, and nuts. it was kind of wild. And they were getting on Tom at the start of it because Tom was not having a good game to start. And then you just keep it going. And he finally turned it around. He did. He turned and, it and around. It all and... started with uh, Charles just barking at him one too many times. Yep. And Tom was like, all right, it's time to make a shot. And so he, he did. He made such a nice shot. And he had a couple of nice the, ones. Uh, that there. hole in though, the hole. Oh my god, what was that? Like a hundred, hundred yards out or something like that. And just gets a good roll. Then he goes to pick up. Is his that ball. the one where the um, receiver off his belt mm-hmm. swings off? Yeah. It, it was a it was a really good shot because his mic breaks. He makes the hole, which was an incredible shot, and then he bends over yeah. to get the ball and he rips his pants. <laughs> And it was just the most. <laughs> li- <laughs> it, it, it felt like a little like a like a cartoon moment where everything that can wrong can go wrong can, yeah. but he's still gonna get the end goal kind of going. Yeah, it was funny, and so, it was cool at the beginning of it. Sean Payton ended up tweeting like, "I like this Florida Tom Brady," <laughs> and yeah, just people who you've kind of seen as rivals just kind of going at him on Twitter and new rivals too. Not, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Especially with Sean Payton, yeah, they're, they're going to see each other a couple times this year. Yeah. And, and then, like, just the rivalries between Tom and Payton throughout their career. They obviously have a lot of respect for each other, and they're probably friends at this point, I'd imagine, if they're willing to do this. But, you know, they're you know they're competitive with each other just because of all their time playing against each other on the field. And you saw as the match got deeper and deeper, like, they were getting mad at bad shots, like, they were getting really competitive. They wanted a win. Yeah. I, and it, it was cool. It just brings out that extra nature in it. 
it's unfortunate that it kind of got away from Tom and uh, Phil early, and they had to play catch up the whole time. Because the second, yeah, the the back nine was definitely way more competitive. Yeah, but it, it was kind of a little too little too late on that end. They were hanging in there for I think like five or six holes on the back nine. Yeah, and the, here's the really cool thing about all this too. It brought a lot of people like yourself. Like, I'm sure yep. half of the people who were watching in the NFL that just aren't particularly versed in golf, and it kind of brought people yeah. to watch. Or people who Absolutely. do love golf, golf, it was, hey, here's an event. We didn't have the Masters this year, but here's something. And obviously yeah, and it's, it's got to be cool. Yeah, it's just something and, um, you know, some live sports that we haven't had in a while. You can always appreciate stuff like this. I hope that... Whichever leagues and whatever sports, like, use this more after all this is over. Like, don't just use it as, a, oh, we don't have all this other stuff, so let's not do the fun stuff. Well, well who, People still want that. Do you have, like, an example that you would want to see? Well, like this, like the horse that happened a little bit ago, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Just little, uh, little competitions that aren't, like, high stakes, but still really, really competitive. Yeah. Between like just crossovers like this, like Some, golf something and I was thinking of was like maybe like a home run derby would be fun, but obviously that kind of ruins a swing. But maybe by like some retired guys, like how cool would it be to see like an A Rod and Gary Sheffield home run derby right now? Oh man, that would be so much fun. You know, they're, you they're could just use the Fox Sports. Bang. Yeah, right. Frank Thomas and Big Poppy and A Rod. Come and on, and A Rod. Oh man, come on. That'll be now. nuts. That would be really fun do it for charity give them a trophy whoever wins yeah televise it and then you have like actual players commentated since they're commentating the players usually you have a little role reversal that would be really cool too get yelich on there like come on stuff like that the fans want like Mm -hmm. yeah we want the competitive action we want the sport stuff obviously yeah that's fine but we'd love to see these people that we don't see anymore that just, like, random from a different sport come over and just play. Yeah. Stuff like that's really cool. And it and builds the golf, game up, golf's too. Golf's definitely the perfect place for it because it it, yeah. it has this feeling where most retired pros don't want to do something super strenuous on their body. And not saying golf isn't, mm-hmm. but it's not the most strenuous thing in the world, uh, yeah, especially if you're playing at a casual level. Um, yeah. And you can kind of just pick it up and learn, and you're going to be bad at first, but you'll get better, and how, whatever level you kind of end up at, it's okay, because it's, it's not the, the highest stakes in the world. It's just some golf. With One thing, golf. I've never uh, played golf on, like, a actual golf course, like putt-putt. Yeah, like but we're, we're not, we're not going to count like that. Driving. <laughs> we're not going to count that, but, yeah. yeah, I've never played golf on an actual course, and, like, not that watching this, like, sparked me wanting to do it but it definitely got me to want to hop on a course more than normal i know um i know my old roommate nick is a big golf guy and and another buddy of my will and we had always talked about going golfing out in eugene which there's Mm -hmm. they have a really nice golf course out there where they had like did you ever end up getting a chance to we never did just because life and stuff kind of happened but we did go to the driving range quite a bit yeah, the driving range. Whenever we got cool. the chance, and um, I, I know I didn't have clubs. Um, Nick and Will did. Uh, I think they had gone one once before. Will for sure has because he's a big golf guy. But 
I've been wanting to for a while. And I'm not going to be very good. I, I know that. But it, it's, again, one of those competition things and, and something to do. Something fun. To do and it's crazy friends. us being in Florida surrounded by golf courses and stuff. Everywhere. Like, Everywhere. <laughs> we just don't. Like, we got two places to go driving at the driving range. But, like, how many times are you going to do that before it's whatever? Yeah. So... Uh, we'll, we'll we'll pick it up one of these days. I'm sure I will definitely. Um, I know I went too. with my uncle get in the it. past, and my cousins are yeah. really big into it too. Uh, and th- yeah, you're right. There's so many golf courses around here. It's kind of surprising that we're not into it more. I feel like that's always the case. Sometimes when you like you're close to something, you take it for granted. Well, yeah. And yeah. then when you're not near it, it's like oh let, let's go let's go do this. And then when you're right near it, it's yeah. like eh, kind of like how. Um, you know when you win a championship and there's that thing, oh, mom, I'm going to Disney World. Because most people just <laughs> didn't have Disney World near them their whole life. But yeah. you know, I I don't even think of Disney World as like a thing. I like forget. Yeah, I've never it. been I, to Disney. I forget. It. Yeah, see what I'm saying? Like you've never even been there. <laughs> we you've lived here for at least a good almost 15 years now, or mm. like 10 years. I've been here like 15 years, and yeah. I've only been up. The only time I've ever been to Disney World, smooth little transition here for y'all. Um, was when I would go to the wide world of sports for soccer and baseball. And it seems like a pro league might be going to the wild world of sports too to finish out their which, season. Which pro league? Uh, which one you NBA talking about? Action. NBA? Yeah. Ooh. They had a, what, a meeting with the players and the coaches, and they're trying to figure out yep. what they're going to do. And it seems like finishing the season at the wired world of sports is – like the leading candidate for what's going to happen. That's what at least and right now we're the outside. We're looking at July as a return date or return month. So Disney in July, it's going to be hot. It's going to be real hot. And it's going to get turned up a little bit from that NBA heat. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So that's uh, hopefully that happens cuz that'll be really cool. Whole centralized little area too. And we've been talking about this for a while, like just the content of capabilities within that, man. It's going because we're on big documentary mode now, since that's what we have, and that that's going to be a good one if they do that. I'm sure it'll be cameras everywhere. I'm sure of it. Absolutely, absolutely. It needs to. Yeah. There's just too much not to grab it. It really is, and, and there's too many personalities in the NBA too. Like you have to, you have. Oh, to. could you imagine how fun that is, man? Like Westbrook is gonna be jawing at everybody, 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 and then you're gonna hear Draymond from three courts over. <laughs> you're gonna. That's hear, gonna be interesting. You're gonna hear to an see, and like... one, but it, but but three courts <laughs> down, it's like the Bucks. Then you kind of look over, you see Draymond like flexing on. The, the ref and the bench because that's all that's that's <laughs> all that's around. <laughs> yeah, but it's gonna be interesting to see like how many teams they bring to this because I doubt they're gonna bring every single team because there's just really no need to bring like the Warriors at this point, the Wizards, like teams like that, the low end teams to just fill up space. They'll probably just maybe have the playoff potential teams and maybe a few outsides depending how they're even going to do this if they're going to do a playoff tournament if they're going to finish out the season and then play it out like that yeah we really I, don't I know i think yet. that's the way they would do it and they would just shorten it up a little bit 
Because looking probably, at hockey, what like the NHL is going to be doing, so just... they're doing a 24-team playoff tournament. Already got approved. They're just trying to figure out the logistics and everything right now. Yeah, so the NHL will Yeah. I think they're also looking at July. We're looking at July for baseball, hockey, and basketball, pretty much. So, July's going to have the fireworks. <laughs> it's going to be yeah. wild. Yeah, it really will. From start to finish. And that'll be a really exciting July, especially for what we usually have. July is usually a dry month for sports. Usually all we yeah, have like is you baseball, have baseball. And that's yeah. usually it. Which oh, is like cool, for baseball fans, it's great. But also July but. baseball is not particularly the most exciting either. Yeah, it's had a weird part in this. It's season. honestly like the least exciting because you're before the All-Star break. And you don't really know who's good yet. Yeah. But, like, every player is still potentially on the trade block unless you're just 30 games above 500. Yeah, and, like, a week out before the All-Star break and then a week coming back, everybody's kind of just breezing through it, not yeah. really playing at full strength. So July's not even a great month for baseball, even even though that's what we have. So, But this, yeah. this July is going to be electric. Jam-packed. Yes, sir. So I'm excited for that. Um, I, I did touch on for a second that that documentary thing and yesterday which was sunday we got part one i want to say it's just part one of the the lance 30 for 30 mm-hmm. and we didn't get a chance to watch it we wanted to watch both one and two at the same time kind of get like the full experience of it so we're going to talk a lot about this lance documentary next week uh keep your keep your ears out for that also watch it too because that's definitely Something that not a whole lot of people know, but we all kind of know it happened, but we don't know like the details and logistics of it unless you're a big cycling fan. So shout out to Nick and Kale. But that's exactly uh, me. Like I I know a little bit of what happened, but like I don't really know what happened to yeah, the extent. So, so I'm of, really yeah, I'm and I'm the same way. So I'm really excited to to watch that yeah, kind of get a glimpse into whatever we're gonna see. I, I'm kind of I love 30 for dark. 30s and E60s. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then we're getting the, the home run race one after this Lance oh, man. one. And you know we're going to have to cover that. I cannot wait for that. You just know we're going to have to cover that. I cannot wait for that. Yeah, so that one's going to be really fun, especially because we have at least a little bit of knowledge on that. But even if we didn't, yeah. like, oh, man, that was such an exciting time for baseball. Come on. I wish I was, like, deeper we in baseball young. at that point. We exactly. It's, it's but the people who were, were interested in Power Rangers and Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> Gotta catch them all, baby. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like, everybody older that got to witness that at its height, especially with everybody, like Barry and just everybody, man, that must have been nuts. Especially going to a game and seeing one of them hit a bomb like oh, that. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I can't even imagine. <laughs> and just seeing those, or going to like one of those milestone games. Yeah. Oh, must have been so cool. And just, I mean, the like ball the... was flying off the bat then, but, and, and it is now too, but we're at, when this was happening, we're at the point in people's careers where every home run was like, okay, we're that much closer to 500, 600, 700. Like, yeah. we were getting up there. And we'll be there in another, like, seven to ten years with a lot of players right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, just think about, like, Acuna and Yelich and Bellinger 
Uh, I mean, obviously Trout. Trout's going to be up there. Judge, if he stays healthy. Well, the thing Gary is Sanchez. with Judge, he's already pretty old to, like, get high. Like, he might hit 500. If he hits anywhere over 5, 5-6, five, man, he, he went on more 50 home run tears. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it'll be simple. tough for him. But even, like, Bryce yeah. Harper and Manny Machado, they'll be in the mix for that. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. It's a lot like of John Carlos. Like Stanton's already one. there. Yeah, Stanton's already there, yeah. pretty much. Like, uh, he hit 300 a while ago. I think that was his last milestone, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. I don't know so, the exact number he's at, but he's high. He has a lot. I'll tell you that. Yeah. So it's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Got a lot to live forward to. Yeah, the the youth in base, baseball right now is, is really, really exciting. Um, especially with, like, the, the young, young guys, too, like the Moncadas. And again, like Acuna, uh, Ozzy Albies. Tatis. Yeah, Tatis. Oh, I mean, Tatis is a, a year in and he's already a phenom. My God. Pete Alonso. Oh, Pete Alonso. Yeah, how do we forget him? I mean, the, the Tampa uh. boy. <laughs> so, right, there's this, just so many people. There's so many people that not only are really good, but they seem to have a semblance of a personality off as well. And that's and really that's been the thing, thing. baseball has been missing for a while. That's the biggest thing. And so, if we want to grow baseball a little bit, we need, you know, Pete Alonso to keep being the big old polar bear that he is. <laughs> Even if he's not hitting 60 a year, if he's the lovable guy and still semi-producing, it's good for baseball. Just think about how crazy New York is going to be when Judge can stay healthy and him and Pete Get at, to go, like, are doing a home run race. Yeah. Man. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Well, and then even with some of the other, uh, obviously, we everybody kind of knows about the Yankees' young stars because the Yankees have been relevant, I guess, or, like, good. So yeah. we know about Glaber. We know about Andujar and Gary. But the Mets got some young guys, too. I mean, look at Jeff McNeil, Michael Conforto. Like, these guys are some young superstars, too. Yeah, uh, Especially for me, I think McNeil is going to be so so good for the flying squirrel right <laughs> what a nickname and and he's a he's a streamer too and he's a pretty darn good mlb to show player which is awesome to see you get to see his personality live on twitch whenever he's up yeah and, those are a few good ones like joey gallo was good during that tournament they did blake snell mm-hmm. like people like that also just building the game through twitch and that, you just that's get to show the personality thing. you're like wait hey i like this guy He's good at yeah. the game I like to play. He's a fun, and he also is in the game I like to play. Maybe I'll yep. root for the Rays. Maybe I'll root for the Mets or the And the, the Rays the need all the fans they can get. <laughs> exactly. and Right? <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of Rays fans because of Snell and what he has done, which is really cool. No, there, there's definitely a lot of Rays fans. It's just getting the Rays fans to go to the trop is the tough part. Yeah, I also feel like that, a that's lot where of the problem like, lies. diehard Rays fans don't live in Tampa. I feel like they like accidentally became Rays fans and just like kind of are. That <laughs> yeah, when the I, find, I see team random Rays and... fans in strange places, and they seem to be diehard, but it's like where, where do I? I can I don't see this in Tampa. Well, when the Rays came out, they had some hard uniforms, hard colors, hard names. So Those like it, it was easy cool. for. For a team to just, I mean, for a person to just say, all right, I'm, I'm going to rock with that team if they didn't have one already. Yeah. I understand. And and they've always been, like, that underdog story, too. In the, the last couple of years. 
you you can't sleep on the Rays what they've been doing the last couple of years. Really, the last decade. I mean, they've put together competent teams year after year for just no reason. Yeah, absolutely. And and they always put out the the A's feel like the or not the A's the, what I'm getting to the Rays feel like the A's. Uh, on the east a little bit where they kind of bring up these really young guys with a lot of upside a lot of potential and then they can't sign them so they go somewhere else and then they win a world series (laughs) wherever (laughs) they're going like ben zobrist and james shields and yeah guys like that where it's like oh yeah we can't keep you but you're you're pretty good the biggest disappointment of them not keeping a player gotta be longo yeah you would have liked to see Longoria stay there for his career, but you know that's that's showbiz, baby. That is. <laughs> that's showbiz. That business is not booming. No, not in San Francisco. <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> in that, that's another team that. If one, you're a Giants fan, which I'm sure decline. a lot of, I'm sure a lot of people who listen to this are just because shout out to all the West Coast people. But if you're a Giants fan, that is so doom and gloom over there right now. Yeah, once they hit their decline, man. Because they tried so rough. hard to take, hold on to that championship window, and they just got all these vets that they gave stupid contracts to. And now, I mean, they made the best of it for the most part, and it's height. Oh but, yeah, oh yeah. I mean, the three championships in in six or seven or five years, I think. That's I think pretty, six because they won, good. took a year off, won, took a year, and then won again. Yeah, which was, is kind of cool. Yeah, it really is. And the years they weren't good in that stretch, they weren't good too, which is kind of funny. They yeah. just kind of pieced it together in those years. But, you know, they're rebuilding. They'll be all right eventually. They got a lot of history. They got a lot to lean on. Could be worse. <laughs> it could definitely be worse. Uh, it's definitely. He <laughs> could have been the Padres for the last two decades. So. Oof. Oof. Mm-hmm. The Padres got some yeah, some build, light at the end of now. the tunnel. They're building now, allegedly. Yeah, they they got a little light at the we'll, end of the tunnel. We'll see how well that works. Still out. a lot of work to do. Mm-hmm. A whole lot of work to do. But they got some young talent. And then yeah, you add Manny Tatis, on top of that. He's a, he is as fun of player as there is in this league already. And he's Man, like I wish he would have stood healthy last year. Yeah. And, I mean, he didn't even start the season. He came in a part of the way through the season and then got hurt. So, he only played, like, maybe half. Yeah, coming in late and you still almost won Rookie of the Year. Who did win Rookie of the Year? Was it Pete? Yeah, it, was, Pete. it had to be Pete. So, yeah. <laughs> so, he wasn't going to win it. but Well, he competed. I don't he know. He, he was balling. Yeah, but being as good as you were in New York, like Pete was, hitting, winning the home runner record for the year and beating the rookie record, it's just hard to – compare it's hard yeah it's tough it's tough but you know we're excited for baseball we're excited for the nba for nhl i'm I'm excited for the nhl at this point i don't even watch hockey because i just want something no i'm excited for this playoff tournament if that's how they're doing it i hope basketball could do that too well we'll see it'll be they they still haven't figured it out yet mlb either they haven't figured out details but dates are kind of starting to form yeah, everything's kind of just thrown out and then, like, hoping something, like, grabs on and bites the bait. But we'll see what happens. We're, we're getting close. We're getting really, really close. We definitely are. So, as always, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, stay safe. Wash your hands. Wear a mask. The whole nine. Especially if we're going out now. The places are starting to open up. So, be careful. Let's keep this under control. 
And don't think it's over just because we're going back out. So still be on your P's and Q's. Be ready. That's true. But stay safe. Thanks for listening, guys.